This is Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need from America's Mortgage Mentor. With more than 30 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings, you'll learn to take your mortgage practice to new heights. Certified Mortgage Planner and CEO of KineticSparkConsulting.com. Here is Jennifer Duplessis. Hi there, it's Jen. I wanted to share with you today a very simple concept, but I think it'll really help you understand why sometimes, and I'm not saying this is for everybody, but, you know, let me ask you this. Do you just feel sometimes that you're you're doing all the right actions, but you're just not getting the right results? And so I wanted to talk, that's where I wanted to talk about today. And I think I might have the solution for this uh, because I've been testing it for a while and it's really making a difference in my practice. And I thought, it's time to share, you know, and I, I don't mind sharing all kinds of stuff with you, but I want to make sure that anything that I'm testing, uh, you know, has been, has worked. I mean, for me at least, and hopefully it'll work for you. And, you know, if you're listening in and you try this and later it, um, works for you and you tweak it and you find something a little bit better, I'd love to hear it too. You know, it's always really good to hear from everybody. So I'm calling this really the broken chain uh, so if you think of it, a, a, you know, a link, a chain link, it's a, a break in the chain. And so um, imagine this. So if you're driving, don't don't write this down. But if you're sitting and listening, just kind of write, you know, write these little circles as a chain. So the first chain on the left hand side would be identifying your passion and your why for why you do what you're doing. And, um, you know, what I've found is that because, you know, I do a lot of speaking and I do a lot of workshops and teaching and coaching. And when I'm, what I'm finding is that a lot of people don't have the why behind uh, what, what they're, why they're doing this particular business or, you know, why the why behind their life, really, it goes even that far back. So, um, you know, Jim McMahon used to talk about the why, the why, and, and I just said, okay, I'm, I'm here, tired of hearing him talking about this, but I, I totally understand it. I've understood it for years and you know, it's really something you need to understand, you know, is why are you needing to do more loans? You know, why did you stay in this business? Why do you stay in this business? You know, we love the flexibility and things, but, but there's got to be a bigger purpose other than just putting the, you know, the roof over your head and having the four walls and, and that. And if you'll reference back to Darren Hardy's book, um, The Compound Effect, in the, in the compound effect, he has a, illustration on one of the pages and um it's this building you know and it's really really it's two buildings they're really really tall and he says you know hey if you you know if i told you to go over to the other building you know you're on the 65th floor and there's this um one foot wide plank that's suspended between these two buildings um and over on the other side is a thousand dollars well the odds are we're not going to take that risk to go over and try to get a thousand dollars. But then he says, well, what if I told you that the, the building is burning and your child is over in that building? Well, then the bottom line would be you would do anything to creep, crawl, run, however you want to, to get over. You would, you would do anything to get over there to save your child. That's the passion you need to find in our industry. And, and I don't really say in our industry, that's a passion you need to find in whatever you do. So here we are, 
you know, as lenders and, and business people and maybe realtors, whoever's listening in. And here we are in every um, family we help, every deal we close, every um, widget we sell is a stepping stone for feeding the passion that we're trying to get to. If you have this passion, there won't be anything that will get in your way. Not a low appraisal, not, you know, someone who is nasty to you, not a difficult borrower, not a nasty underwriter who gave you more, a list of conditions, um, not your spouse, not an accident on the road that, that tipped your day, you know, into a negative. Nothing will stop you from getting to this child building, this child uh, burning, not the child, but this building that is burning with your child in it. You have to figure out what is that for you? And because, and, and so really for me, and I'll share this with you, you know, for me, that is, uh, you know, every family that I help and loan that I close and dollar that I make is first dedicated to taking care of me in the future, right? And we always talk about that, you know, pay yourself first. Um, but it's a stepping stone to be able to buy more real estate. It's a stepping stone to be able to invest more for my security of the future in my future. Um, it's also a stepping stone for me to be able to um, continue to do this podcast because I do this out of my, the goodness of my heart. I, um, you know, it does, I don't, I don't have, I've had spon one sponsor one month and um, you know, I, this is, this is free to people. And I do this, and but I need the money to be able to do that, to be able to sustain this, to go on. So every dollar I make is feeding this passion I have about having a sustainable life for me in the future, having mailbox income in the future, because eventually I'll want to get out of lending and, you know, and um, maybe pursue other things. But there's nothing that's going to stop me from feeding the fire of that goal that I have for myself. So maybe for you, it's traveling. Maybe for you, it's um, buying a second home or having a, re you know, retirement home or buying a big boat or, or something, but what, you know, whatever it, or take sending your kids to school, but you have to say, it's not, it's not about the volume you do. It's about what the volume you do provides to you in the future. So hopefully that makes sense to you. Um, so first identifying your passion, and then that then propels you into making sure that that uh, you strategize properly to be able to put things into action to feed that passion. So the second thing, so we have passion. The second thing is plan, you know, having a business plan. I talk about this all the time. It's so important to have that business plan. It is so important that it's simple and easy and you can look at it every single day. You have it available to you digitally. You have available, you know, hard copy, whatever it is. And it's not just put in a notebook on a piece of paper in a file and you don't ever look at it again. You have to be looking at it every day because those little insignificant changes and adjustments that happen every day will take you off course. So you've got to know your, you've got to know those numbers. Um, for example, for me this year, 56 referrals a month, I know what my conversion ratio is. I know how many leads I need to have every day. And I know exactly where those leads are gonna come from so that if I'm short on a day and I'm looking at my plan at night, instead of not looking at it and saying, uh-oh, what happened? And I'm doing those daily you know, um, reviews and I'm staying on course, 
then I know who I need to pick up the phone and call if I'm short, okay? But typically, I'm doing the activities that will breed the referrals every day. Um, and I don't have to do that, but it's good to know whether or not that's happening. So again, passion, then your plan, and now the strategy. So how am I going to accomplish the volume that I want to do this year, the number of families that I want to help? What is the strategy behind that? Am I going to work with realtors? Am I going to work with builders? Am I going to um, do uh, co-branding with Zillow with a realtor? Am I going to do all social media uh, boosts and ads, you know, or a combination of any one of them? But what is my strategy now that I know what I need and where um, the history has shown that I've I've gotten it? So again, if you don't know if you haven't been tracking where you got business before and you decide that you're going to get 10 referrals a day from social media and you've not tested that, you may fall short. So um, there's something else I, I will talk about in another podcast called um, Stop, Start, Keep, Enhance. And we'll talk about that because that, that might be what needs to happen is you may, may need to stop doing something else and start doing um, another thing, maybe keep doing what you're doing, but enhance it, right? So we have passion, we have plan, and we have strategy. The next thing is, well, you all know what I talk about in my book. Stop talking about it. Take action. So it's action. You know what you need to do. Let's put it into action. So now you're meeting people and you're networking and you're doing broker opens and open houses and um calling people and doing videos, you're doing all of these activities. And here's where the link in the chain breaks. So we've got four links so far, passion, plan, strategy, action. And here's where the link breaks. You just met with a realtor or a referral partner. You met with a referral partner and they like you and you like them and you've pitched your product and you've told them how great you are and they've told you how great they are. And hopefully you've used some of the tactics we've talked about before, you know, about asking them about, uh, you know, what is their goal for the week or month? Who do they want to be connected with? How can you specifically help them? And asking past, future and present questions, uh, questions about the clients that they've been working with in the past, the future and the present. And the follow up to that is where did you get the referral so that you can understand, you know, where they're getting their business from? So you've had this great conversation. You're all excited and giddy and, oh, yay, it's going to work and let's work together, et cetera. And you depart. And here's where the problem happens. Here's where the chain link, the break, the break in the chain happens. This is called waiting and hoping. Because now really what you've done is you set yourself up. You've done all these activities. You put all this work in. You finally got the gumption to call them and have a conversation with them and ask them to have coffee or whatever it is you do. And you met with them and it seemed like you liked them and they liked you. And now you wait and hope. You just wait for them to send you a referral and you hope that they remember to think about you when they have a referral. And it's a terrible place to be in. And I've heard so many people say, I do all the right activities. I'm just not getting the results. Well, the news is typically when you're doing all the activities and not getting results is one, one, You've allowed yourself to be in the wait and hope that someone else is going to, you know, feed you, right? Um, but also, we fail so often to follow up. That's part of the problem, too, is that we're allowing this wait and hope. We're not following up with, with the party um, that's involved. 
We're not taking the reins and taking control of the relationship. We're, we're simply saying, I did all this activity. I'm at the cliff and I just fall off the cliff rather than establishing um, a new bridge to get us to the other side, which is results. And it happens right during the meeting. Um, it happens after the meeting, you know, it continues after the meeting. So I want to give you a couple of pieces of advice during the meeting. One is schedule the next meeting while you're at that meeting. You've got to make that a point. Even if you have to do some type of a um, timer or a reminder that's going to beep really loud in a different way, you've got to schedule the next appointment with this person while you have them in front of you because you'll forget about them and one day be driving down the road and say, gosh, I wonder whatever happened to that. I meant to call them and it's been months and I thought that relationship was good and hey, I've been waiting and hoping and they've never sent me referrals. So, and you, again, you have to get up the courage to call them, right? So why not just schedule it now and, and even better, schedule two. Don't just schedule one, schedule two so that you're, you know you'll be booked out you know, in the future. And if they have to reschedule and you have to reschedule, it is a reschedule, not a cancellation. And so that'll keep the, this you know, uh, train moving. That'll keep the train moving. That's, so that's one thing. But before you do that, before you schedule the next meeting, end your meeting with asking this very, very simple question. What are your thoughts about our meeting? What are your thoughts? And just be quiet because this might be their response. You know, I think it's really good, Jen. I mean, I think you're great and I think your company's great and I, I love what you had to say, but you know what? My brother is a loan officer. Now, if you don't ask that question, you're going to leave and you're going to be in the wait and hope stage, not knowing why you're not getting business, but you never bothered to ask. And because you didn't, they never bothered to provide you with that information. Ask that question. If they say to you, and I'll give you a perfect example. I asked this question to a realtor that was referred to me from one of my profit partners, um, uh, who is a uh, financial planner. And I said, I was looking for new real estate agent relationships. I'm very picky about who I work with. I don't work with a lot, but I'm looking for people that are very serious about what they're doing. Um, they're not serious themselves, but they're extremely serious about what they're doing. I want those type of people, intentional, credible, connected, working full time. Uh, and I want someone who is successful because I want to surround myself with that. And so he introduced me to this realtor and we met. And, and at the end, I said, well, tell me what your thoughts are you know, about our meeting. And she said, you know, I, I thought it was fantastic. I've never had a loan officer ask me the questions you've asked me. You've dug deeper than I ever thought. You've learned so much about me. And I, you know, I want to start working with you. I want to start sending you business. I met with her a week ago and I already have three referrals from her that are good quality referrals. They aren't junk. They aren't, oh, let me give her a shot. They're good quality referrals. And we already have a follow-up conference call scheduled, a follow-up one-to-one scheduled, and she's coming to two of the events that I'm, that I'm holding in the next month or so. Just because I said, what are your thoughts? Because see, what happens is it lets them have the control for just a moment while you, they tell you how this relationship is going to go. If they're iffy about it, then you're going to, then you won't be in wait and hope you'll be on to the next client. But if you don't ask this question, you're always going to put yourself in wait and hope and say, well, I did everything I was supposed to do. How come they're not sending me business? So that's the first thing. Now, 
the second thing to bridge this gap here is not waiting and not hoping, right? So you, after they say, what are your thoughts? You say, or after you ask, what are their thoughts? And they tell you what they are. And it appears that you're going to be moving forward. You want to start building, um, reconnecting these chain, this chain so it doesn't let go, so it doesn't separate. You want to reconnect it. And that's by taking the reins on the relationship and say, well, what do you think is the best way for us to move forward? I have an event coming up. Would you like to do that? Let's schedule another meeting. How can I help your business grow? Based on what you've said to me, it looks like you have a little challenge here. I can help you with that. So you better be prepared for you know, 20, 30 different ways that you can help someone's business, either through connecting people for them or doing something specifically, helping them reach their goals. You want to have something that's holding and bonding this glue together. And as I'm talking about this, it's really funny because I'm thinking, um, I'm thinking of uh, masking tape, not masking tape, uh, duct tape. I'm thinking of duct tape. It's like, this chain's not going to break because I'm going to duct tape it, right? Um, so I don't want you to be in the wait and hope stage. The next link is results. That's where the results happen. So it's your job to not put yourself in the wait and hope, um, broken link, uh, blank area, okay? It's your job to build that link back up and keep it together. And it's by follow-up and it's by asking the right questions and it's um, by rescheduling and engaging with these people and having tickler systems so that you don't leave that conversation and just wonder what in the heck ever happened to our meeting because I did all the right things. I also wanted to tell you that one of my um, coaching clients, she said, you know, I'm, I swear I'm doing all the right things. The key here is also you may not be saying the right thing to the right people. You might be saying the right thing to the wrong people and you might be saying the wrong thing to the right people. So I just ask you to think about the the last, you know, handful of one-to-ones that you've had meetings with, you know, business meetings that you've had with people and say, were they the really the right people? Or were you just going through the motions of saying, well, I'm supposed to do one-to-one, so I'll just do them with anybody, right? Were you wasting your breath or were you meeting with a really top producing partner and you said the wrong thing and you need to hone in on your question, you know, your questioning and answering uh, in the interview um, or are you saying the wrong thing to the wrong people? I mean, it, it's just any combination of that. So if you can start saying the right thing to the right people, then you're going to start having better results as long as you do that follow-up and don't allow yourself to be in that wait and hope. I think what happens is we are so excited to have the opportunity to meet with a partner that we get in front of that partner and we say, okay, one of the, in your mind, you're saying one of, one of two things is going to happen. They're either going to really like me or they're not going to like me. And I won't know that because I'm not asking the question that I just suggested, which is what are your thoughts? So instead I'm always going to put myself in wait and hope. But so you're always selling, right? You're always going in and saying, oh, I hope they like me and I'm going to, you know, um, really, you know, get them to like me. I have a really cool quote that my mom used to tell me I won't, use it today, but, um, but you're going to go in there and, and it's all about you trying to sell to them. Well, there's a third aspect of this and that is you may not want to work with them. So they may like you, they may not work with you, you know, they may work with you, they may not work with you, but that third aspect you've got to be very aware of is that you may choose not to work with them. 
And that's okay too. Now, here's the great thing about this is that every meeting I have with a new person, what I just said, I said, I say aloud to them. I say, thank you so much for taking the time with me. I don't want to spend a lot of, I don't want to waste a lot of your time or take a lot of your time. But you know, I know that one of three things is going to happen from this meeting today. You're either either going to fall in love with us and you're going to want to work with us. Or you're going to say, you know what, I'm not a good match for you. But the third thing is that I may decide that you're not a good match for, for my team either. And I do it in, in a nice way. And I mean, pretty much that way, but it's done nicely. And they go, oh, yeah, sure. And, you know, just saying that turns the tables. It's not you leaping across the table and leaning in and saying, come on, come on, come with me. It's them now saying, oh, I better chirp up here. Their body language will change because now I have to sell myself to Jen as well. So it's it's a two-way street. And the only way to have that happen is to expose it verbally when you're meeting with someone is, you know, thanks for meeting. I'm really interested to find out if we have some great common interests, you know, and I know what will happen out of this meeting is that, you know, one of three things, you're either going to really want to work with me and, you know, find that what I have is, is helpful to your practice. Uh, you're, you may find that what I have is not helpful to your practice. And I may determine that this is not a good relationship for me either. So are we okay with that? Yeah, good. Let's get started. You gotta, you gotta do it because if you don't, you're going to be meeting the wrong people all the time and you're going to find yourself in the wait and hope area. So I hope this has been helpful. Jeez, look at that. Another word, hope. <laughs> uh, I always hope everything that I tell, tell you and talk about is helpful um, to you, but I do hope this was helpful and hopefully you're going to be looking at a diff everything just a little bit differently in the way that you're working and ask yourself this, are you in wait and hope? with the referral partners that you already have met with and that you think you have relationships with? Because if that's the case, get on the phone, get scheduled again, and go through a different process as you uh, meet with them. And remember, figure out your why, figure out your passion so that you're willing to and excited about going through this process to begin with. So I will catch you next time on Mortgage Lending Mastery. And by the way, don't forget, if you haven't gotten a copy of my book, Launch, How to Take Your Business to New Heights, please grab a copy on Amazon. And if you want several of them and you want them signed, then get in touch with me personally. I will, I've got stacks of them in my house just for that purpose. I'd be happy to send it, send them to you. Um, and if you buy more than 10, you get a 20% discount. Um, lots of companies have been using it for recruiting, uh, book clubs, and um you know, it's just been, it's just been really great. So I thank you so much for your continued support and please share this podcast with your friends and colleagues. Um, everybody will learn from it. I'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. If you liked what you heard, please drop by iTunes and leave a comment or rating. Get more free email updates transcripts, selling and education resources, and Jen's upcoming speaking events. Just visit our website at kineticsparkconsulting.com.